Hey, hey, it's me, the Chief, and I'm here with another Talking Joe interview special. We've got a great guest lined up this week. This is a man who's drawn for Marvel UK. He's collaborated on Warhammer Stories with Dan Abnett. He co-created the War Machine armor, which uh, you fans might know from the Iron Man comics or the Marvel movies. He's a key artist on 2000 AD. And of course, he is an artist on UK's Action Force Comic Weekly. I'd like to give a big Talking Joe welcome to Mr. Kev Hopgood. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. All the better for speaking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you say that now. Wait till the end of the show and then, uh, uh, yeah. There's a little thing called a pop quiz, uh, which might not be familiar to you, but um, listeners of the other interview specials will know what I'm talking about, and we've got a couple of those coming up for you. But uh, as it stands right now, let's go right back to the beginning. Little Kev Hopgood, uh, he's um, sitting in the living room. Um, Are you reading comics? Are you watching movies? What are you doing? Oh, well, I'm doing both in an ideal world. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, but yeah, as I'm, uh, uh, well, I can, I can't read comics since I can remember. I started off with the, the Beano, like a lot of people. Then uh, there's one called The Sparky, I remember. And um, Topper, Wizard and Chips. And then um, uh, I got into sort of the uh, DC Thompson War comics. Um, and then I discovered Marvel comics via the black and white reprints. Um, the thing called Smash, I think it was. Okay. It and and at what well. point, was there a point when you were reading that you thought, you know, I can draw these funny books? Um, I was always sort of drawing. I used to make up my own little funny comic strips, um, just little little comedy things, little newspaper strips rather than comic strips. I was also remember being really impressed with um, um, the Garth strip, you know, Frank Bellery. And I used to oh, yeah, spend, yeah. spend ages or like sort of t- doing my take on Garth or what have you. I was very impressed by that. And then, um, yes, yeah, so, so, yeah, it's, comics have always been sort of like there. And it's all that I remember. Um, I, I'd be reading comic books and thinking. That's like a great movie. Then whenever I've watched an old film, I'd be cool. that's like a great comic book. You know, so two, <laughs> two are sort of intertwined for me. You know. Yeah, I guess they've always kind of been. There's a crossover, hasn't there? Been well, indeed. You know, I remember when I, when I, when I um, saw the first Ray Harryhausen film. I thought, wow, this is a, bit, a brilliant comic book. You know, and I yeah. discovered um, the Trigon Empire, and there it was. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that was fantastic, wasn't it? Who was Indeed, the artist yeah. on that? That was um. It, it was um. There goes Don Lawrence. That's it. Yeah. Although yeah. um, who else? Someone else took it over briefly, but Don Lawrence is, is most well known for it. Yeah, I mean that was ahead of its time, wasn't it? Visually, yeah. it was amazing. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I kind of was introduced to your stuff um in the late eighties and kind of early nineties. Uh, you did you actually did a story on uh, there was a UK that UK comic which was Spider Man and Zoids. Oh, and that's you right, yeah. you actually had a strip with Grant Morrison of all people. Yeah, well he didn't he, he did write about four towards the end of the end of the series, but he, most most of them were like a guy called Ian Rimmer who'd ah. worked worked for a comic called Scream back in the day. Um, for, yeah. I um, I think top who did that? IPC did that one, I think. So yeah. how did how did you kind of get into? Get well, into I'd, it? I'd been doing sort of lots of fanzines and stuff all, all, all way through art school. Went to art school up in Leeds, and I was, you know, I was in fact I was discouraged from doing comics there. Well, there was one lecturer who really liked comics, so he was a one one beacon there. So I kept, I, kept, I was drawing comics and going to get into fanzines and stuff. And I met a guy called Richard Starkings, who was also in fanzines at the same time as me, and. Um, uh, we, we saw a lot of met up at conventions, what have you. And he moved down to London, and I, I moved down about the same time. So we, I, in fact, I was, I shared a flat with him briefly for, well, for about three months, I guess. And he, and he just got his first gig, uh, first job at Marvel UK, and he uh, kind of sent my work into them, and um, they seemed to like it. 
And um, when they, they were doing the Spider-Man Zoys comic, they offered me the four, four, four pages a week drawing it, which is like my first regular gig, which is you know, a real baptism of fire. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did was that kind of a mixture, I guess, like you say, of excitement, but probably also a bit nervous? Yes. Well, I was like, can I do this? You know, and I, I managed to, you know, fake it till I made it. <laughs> <laughs> do, I mean, do you ever, have you ever, do you look back at some of the old stuff? And Oh, I do. And, yeah. And yeah. I think, what was I thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and of course, that led, after that, that led into the Action Force Weekly comic. Yeah, that's what I did. I was in Zoids about... Um, a year, I think. Then the action force came up. And went onto there from the Zoids comic. Yeah. And Ian Rimmer was actually he wrote a few of the action force weeks. He did, well, yeah. He? I, I, I mean, like, if memory serves right, it's mostly Simon Furman, but Ian did a few of them. Yeah, and I think Richard Starkins wrote a few, and John Tomlinson wrote a few as well. I think. Although yeah. I think John, John and Rich both used pseudonyms. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be, like be, you say, be, si- being Simon... chaps. <laughs> I guess Simon was, that's probably before his Transformers work as well, was it? Eight, I think it's about six, the same eight, time, I think. Right. I remember I was I was drawing Zoids at the same time the Transformers was happening. And I did, ah. did, a, did a few Transformers covers, but I didn't really do that many. Because to be honest, I prefer Zoids. I could robot dinosaurs and get my hand around, whereas um, robots turning into trucks. I thought, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying too. to look out for. I don't think they've ever reprinted that that those Zoid stories in a collected edition. Maybe they're, something they're, with the rights they're, or something. They're, or... Yeah, the rights are with I think well, they're with Tony obviously, and I think they're with somebody else. They're split, split between two different companies, so nothing's happened with them. Right. Which is yeah. no, because obviously I love seeing Zoids again. Probably I, I'll have a look on eBay see if I can hunt them down that way. I think uh, the single issues. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they are online if you want to read them. I can't remember the email address, but if you Google Zoids comic book, you'll find them. Right, so, yeah. So someone scanned, scanned, I think scanned pretty much the whole lot, I think. Yeah. Right, okay. And then, you know, obviously Action Force um, Weekly, did was was that a gig that they kind of said, do you want to do this? And was it a case of you were not going to turn down paying work or was it something that you had pitched for? Or Well, I I wasn't even aware of G.I. Joe, to be honest. You know, yep. um, it just sort of, I, I, I used to like war stories. Oh, it's a war story and it got cool hardware so i thought yeah i'll do this <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah I, I was working on that for about another year i think and so. then what what did, in terms of kind of reference because obviously when this came out in kind of march 87 the the gi joe book in the states had been going for like five years i think at that yeah, that's point. right yeah, yeah so yeah. and obviously the uk book featured a mixture of us reprints but also the original uk material which you were working on um so from a reference point of view, did they? they didn't, I guess they didn't send you any toys or anything for reference. No, they, they, they did actually. They? No, they did. Yeah, we got quite. In fact, at one stage, my my studio was just full of first Zoids and then Action Force stuff. All oh, right. So I had loads of shelf shelves. Trying when when I went off, came off of the stores, I had to give them all the toys back. Oh, all <laughs> right. <laughs> I was going to say, did you get to keep them? But obviously, no, not. no, no. I did keep a hold of some of the smaller ones, which I didn't right. get notice. <laughs> um, I mean, did did you? Did you ever sort of like you say you weren't aware of the GI Joe comic, but was well, it I, something... I see I've seen some of the um, Herb Trimp ones. Uh, okay, the early stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another All guy the special, I can't remember yeah. his name. Was is it more cartoony style? But I really like his style. But I can't remember his name now. Right. Yeah. 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 But no, I'd seen some of them. I hadn't seen them, all of them by any means. But I mean, you you had a you had a fairly fairly good run on on that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did did do quite a few. Yeah, I did. A, I was I kept me busy for about a year and a half. I think. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm not, I've got, 
I've well, got the comics here in front of me now, actually. I, I've actually had them custom bound. All, oh, excellent. All of the issues into one book. <laughs> you might have actually, I've seen, I've met you at a couple of cons, obviously, and you've done some commissions for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking, actually, you've signed the book. So, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, that must have been one of them. But I mean, what, what I get from your art in this is is a very good sense of kind of place. And in terms of, you know, they go when they, in London or they go to Well, France I did do, uh, I did do, in fact, this was before Google and uh, the internet and everything. I did, I did I did quite like to get in things accurate. So I would, if it is London, I live in London anyway, so I'd go out and take some photographs. And if it was Paris, so I probably wouldn't go to Paris, but you did get lots of reference. Right. Around yeah, so I'd like to try and make it look like it is a place, you know. Yeah, I, I like I like that about these stories because I think this is, I came to this probably before G.I. Joe. So I was reading this Action Force comic and then I went back and found the G.I. Joes later. But for me, action force was a unit that was based in london then it was kind of surprising when you know you get the gi joes and you realize they're actually an american outfit but i think between you and simon and the other writers you did a really good job of kind of you know like 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 we said basing it in a certain location and it, it yeah, felt yeah. like they were all in london so yeah in fact we got we got some uh, marvel's old offices sneaked in there in one of the chase sequences <laughs> yeah yeah and there's a really good one i'm looking here at what issue is this uh, i think it's issue five where coils of the serpent, they're, they're kind of snake eyes is assaulting the uh, Destro silent castle. And, uh, oh, yes, yeah. 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 I, I think I your, your rendition of Destro and, and snake eyes are some of my favourites, actually. Oh, so. oh, thank you. I like that. Um, I like those characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, and there's a really good Cobra Commander there. And in fact, talking about Cobra Commander, uh, it's an action force pop quiz, pop quiz. It's an action force pop quiz, pop quiz. Question one. The Great British Bake Off is back on our TV sets, and this time there's a surprise guest baker. It's the one and only King Snake himself, Cobra Commander. For his signature bake in the tent, does he go for A, a cherry bakewell tart, B, a carrot pineapple cupcake, or C, tiramisu? Oh, um, oh, that's a tricky one. Tiramisu, I'm guessing. Yeah, he looks like a tiramisu man to me. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't know the answer. Uh, whatever you say is the answer. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, if, if it was me, it'd be tiramisu. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, you actually returned to the the, the GI Joe world, didn't you? At a later date with the the movie tie-in. Oh um, yes, yeah, I did, um, yeah. Marvel, well, he's now now Panini, but they were doing a, um, a comics tie-in with the movie, and I did about three stories for them, I think. That Ferg, Ferg Handley. Uh, wrote them, yeah. so i guess that would have been something because you were you were kind of associated with the characters even though it wasn't uh, you know like you say a massive amount of time a year and a half um was that something your name had came up saying oh you know let's let's get kev back involved in well, this I, yeah i hope so yeah 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 <laughs> it's a bit, a bit nostalgia yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um and okay after so after the the action force stuff obviously you went over to 2000 ad i did yeah yeah i, I, I spent about three years working for Marvel UK, and then had three years on 2000 AD, I think. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, you uh, had had the series which actually ran uh, Night Zero, which That's then was right, yeah. Beyond, uh, beyond Zero it? and Below Zero, which yeah, is... Yeah, three series. Yeah, three <laughs> quite series. quite surprised by, to be honest. <laughs> at, well, at the time, there was, you know, you had Dread, ABC Warriors, Nemesis, and, the, you know, Sl Slain, which were a handful of series that, that ran multiple times, um, and then, you know, this was not a rarity, but it was, it wasn't a one and done. It was, you know, quite a lot of pages there for, for three big stories. Uh, and this was for people that don't know, this was, 
the main character is called Tanner. He's a cyborg. He's kind of like a, a veteran of a genetic war. Um, and he lives in kind of a, a post-apocalyptic dome kind of city. And he's, he's been sent off on a suicide mission during the first story. Um, and I think, I forget who the writer on that was. Um, uh, John Brosnan. John is Brosnan, he, yes. Yeah, he's a, he's a science, he's mostly wrote, where he did a lot of the reviews and wrote a few novel, science fiction novels. Yeah. You know, he was a, I think it was a mate of Alan McKenzie's who all pulled him into a. Okay. How much kind of input did you have in, in those three stories? Um, well, I did, did the character design, so the, the look is all, is all mine, but the actual plots or anything, that no, is all down to John. Well, I did, yeah. I did sneak, I think I sneaked some one liners in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. I actually quite like that series, to be honest. Yeah, it's, um, people has had mixed reviews, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought it was, you know, visually it was something a little bit different. I thought, um, I don't know, just, just, and it, it definitely worked in the black and white because I think that was around the time where there were uh, colour stories were creeping in. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, indeed, yeah. In fact, they, had, they apparently had a whole draw load of sort of uh, painted artwork that all basically once they got scanned, it all turned to mud, you know. So it's a, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you did some Harlem Heroes as well. As, I did, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, iconic characters, so that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I, I love, in fact, um, the second series I did of that, uh, I'd just been offered Iron Man, so I was drawing that and Iron Man early oh, well, oh, at the same that, time. At the same time, yeah. Which is why wow. you know, I got a, um, a painter called Siku in to paint over my pencils. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, they weren't really pencils; the layouts, you know, towards the end there. So. Excellent. And then, like you say, Iron Man. That was that was quite a long gig. That was almost three years, I think. You that was, yeah. Man. That's right, yeah. And that was with uh, Len Kaminsky. That's right, yeah. How, how was how was that as a as a gig? Because obviously now you're on a kind of a high profile Marvel book. Yeah, Did, it was, well, it was great. The way of working <laughs> had that changed to what you um, used to in the UK? It was um, the scripts were looser. It was Marvel method rather than sort of finished script. But I actually rather I preferred that because I, I could have more leeway in the sort of fight scenes and what have you. And right. If I had a neat visual idea, I could do it. Whereas sometimes you, you know, if you've got a tight script, you sort of like can be constricting you know yeah and obviously the the war machine armor that was um, still a very iconic design um and that was something that um you had come up with how what what had kind of well, said it, he wanted it, from that it um it appeared in the second issue we did together i think yeah i think i think it's the case and the, and the brief from len was it's an iron man but cooler <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's uh, that's what I tried to do, and um, well, he's still around, so I think silver and black with loads of guns. And exactly, yeah. Maybe yeah, I thought make it punk rock, and it's ninety, so lots of guns. Yeah, and, and uh, it seemed to work. <laughs> so that must have been pretty cool, I guess, when you see it on the on the. Well, on, I, the I when I drew, as a, a bit where he's attacking this oil rig base thing, and um, when I saw it on the move, moves, I thought. Is exactly how I imagined it when I was drawing it. You know, I was, I was very chuffed. Yeah, I bet you couldn't have imagined, can you know? Especially, well, there was not even a hint of a Marvel universe back then. But well, no, yeah, you know, yeah. but uh, it, that kind of echoes back to what you were saying in the beginning. You draw comics and you imagine, oh, this will be a really cool movie. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, that actually happened. So that you know, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm still getting royalties right now. <laughs> oh yeah, wicked, wicked. Yeah. Well, yeah, fair it's, play. It's, well, it's a toy sale, so there's still quite a few toys out there. Which are, yeah. 
Excellent, yeah. excellent. See me um, into my retirement, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do hear I do hear something over there. It's uh, it's an Action Force Iron Man 2080 pop quiz. It's an Action Force Iron Man 2080 <laughs> pop quiz. Destro, Tony Stark, and Tanner have all signed up for a charity bike race. Unfortunately, when they get to the start line, they find out Cobra Commander has stolen all the bicycles. Okay. They do manage to borrow some bikes from kids in the local playground. However, these bikes are small BMXs fit for seven-year-olds. Who, out of Tony Stark, Destro and Tanner, has the best chance of finishing first on these pint-sized bikes? Oh, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, Tanner could use his cyborg arm. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> I don't know what he'd use it for. <laughs> Tony Stark wouldn't have his arm, presumably. Is he, is he, is he, has he got his Iron Man arm with him? Or? No, he's just a regular Tony Stark. All ah, right. Well, I think it's got to be Tanner then. Tanner, yep. Tanner's the winner there. I, I think I'll agree with that. Uh, very good, very good. Um, and I did want to talk about a book of yours that I haven't actually read. Shame on me because I'm a fan of yours and of the writer Dan Abnett. But um, you actually did quite a lot of work on uh, uh, Malice Darkblade. That's right. The yeah, fact that they they put them all together and it was like a telephone directory. I didn't. I'd forgotten we'd drawn so many of them. <laughs> right. Well, I've, yeah, I've seen it on. I've, I was on uh, Amazon and eBay last night, in fact, trying to source a copy, um, and it seems like quite a chunky book. Oh yeah, every um, every one we drew. You know, Dan wrote and I drew there. It's all there. <laughs> that was published in uh, Warhammer Monthly. I believe. That's right. Yeah. Um, did 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 the story actually finish? Because I think it was like three. Three um, volumes published, but I don't know. Was it was it there wasn't kind of tied a, off there, into an ending? There wasn't really a resolution, which is a bit unsatisfying, really. Because I, okay. I, I think they games should stopped publishing, and it's all like they didn't really get a chance to do it, finish it off properly, which is um, yeah. a shame, I think. Yeah. Um, what one thing that kind of almost around that time, maybe maybe slightly a couple of years before that, or uh, you know, just concurrently, was you actually also I found out had a a Marvel what if issue. Oh, that's right, yeah. Which yeah. was I, something to I, do with the what if the apocalypse war was still going on or something along along that. One of those ones, yeah. Yeah, I found a copy. When I was flicking through, I was kind of taken aback by and this is something that I feel has actually followed you or you even sort of in a certain way pioneered. It's it's that kind of your the style where you kind of went to computer-based, not fully computer-based art, but elements of computer-based art from a time before our other artists were kind of using it and that's kind of evident in that what if issue and um some of the other work you've done was that was that a conscious choice to kind of yeah well, start I did, using I, that medium I, dis- I discovered photoshop and i thought great i can throw away my airbrush because <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i used to hate sort of like the, the nervousness of having to use an airbrush because some, something always used to go wrong right so when i discovered photoshop i thought great and then i thought well you can do really you know you can do comics with this and so that was that, just you playing around with it, or did it just you? Um, well, I did a few courses on it and what have you, but pretty much I taught myself right. how, to, how to do it. But yeah, because uh, you, you weren't really sort of seeing that kind of that kind of art around that time. No, no. Is um, I, I think, who else? The guys who were coloring Akira, they were using computers. I can't remember, okay. their, remember their names. Um, but yeah, that that job, and then also one before it, I did. Um, a strip that no one's ever seen that Dan Abnett and um, Andy Lanning wrote called um, Chrome Inc. Which is like okay. a sort of giant robot Forgey Limited miniseries that Epic, well, they commissioned it, did it, and then Epic folded, so it's never seen the light oh, of so day. It never saw the light of day? No, no. But I've, you know, I've, um, uh, I did that all on the computer. I'm using 
oh. optical drives and stuff in it before yeah. the internet wow. you know so. <laughs> yeah yeah in, in fact kind of you know staying on that digital kind of theme um when i contacted you a couple of a couple of years ago and asked for a, a gi joe commission um of all the cobra hierarchy lined up um you had actually you'd you'd done it as a digital one just oh, kind of assuming right, yeah, yeah. that this kind of modern age of audience was was the preference was for digital over kind of hand-drawn stuff um and then... yeah I'm, i actually think people for artwork i think people probably prefer the art artists actually drawing it thinking about it. <laughs> yeah yeah you know i, I, I use ink digitally just because it's sort of it's quick and I, I find it sort of quite natural but um, you i guess do... speed yeah yeah but um you know, when you, when you, you know, the downside of it is you, you don't get inked artwork to sell anymore. I, do, I sell pencils at conventions, but I don't really have inked artwork to sell it. Yeah, because I guess there's, there's kind of that's kind of turned into quite a big industry now with yeah, um, really, art yeah. representatives selling. You know, a lot of so I guess the artist gets paid twice, don't they? They get paid by the publisher to to produce it in the first place, and then they get paid again when they actually sell the original art. And if you're doing fully completely digital, you've got then nothing to actually sell on afterwards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but if I guess if it takes twice as long to do it by hand, you can only take on so much work. Whereas if you're, I guess if you are fully digital, you can almost take on twice as much work. Well, yeah, maybe, it's, maybe it's, not twice as yeah. much. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It swings and roundabouts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, another book that I was a big fan of when you came back to 2000 AD uh, several years ago, and uh, with Gordon Rennie on uh, the Man from the Ministry, oh, yeah, which is published yeah, yeah. in the magazine. That's right. Yeah. And, yeah, and that I really, was, yeah, I really enjoyed drawing that. <laughs> that that was a really really cool kind of. Um, it's it's about the British space program from the nineteen fifties. For those that don't know, and it's got some lovely. It's black and white, but it's got some lovely grey tones. Um, and that's that's a fantastic fantastic series. Yeah, we um, reread that recently. We, we, we talk about doing another series, but the um, creator own section in the magazine isn't there anymore, so we could put it in there. Right and. Um, uh, Titan were interested in, in doing a colour version of it, but again, okay. no, nothing's happened with that. So, uh, how, how did that come about then? Did you know Gordon already? or? Well, I, I met him at the, because he used to work on the Warhammer comics. Right. So I used to meet, I used, I used to meet him very regularly in Birmingham at the Games Workshop things. Um, so I knew him and okay. uh, he approached me and said, we'd like to draw this. And uh, I said, oh yeah, I'm sort of right up my street. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was really good. I think it was really well received by the fans as well. So, oh yeah, had, had, got some good press, and have you? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll get get to send it out again. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you um, would would you go back to any of these? You know, you said maybe another series if you could, but would you go back to any anything particular that you've worked on that you felt was, you know, you had more stories to tell or? Uh, what I'm trying to think actually. I'm basically edging you towards uh, Action Force GI Joe. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if they want me to draw stuff, I certainly would. Um, right. Yeah. In fact, those the ones I did for Panini, the ones that movie based, it was a real because I hadn't drawn the characters for about, for about ten years, so it's quite fun to go back to them again. You know. Did you? What did you do then for, for reference? There, I guess you could have referenced your own work from from Action Force Weekly. Well, they were you know it's actually the movie characters, so we had some movie stills to work from. Okay. Yeah, so it's more more based on the movies than the actual original comics. So did you? I, I suppose did not that they were great movies, but did you did you watch the movies at all? Or just, just I did, yeah, we had um, no, no, I, I thought it was quite they were brilliant movies, but they did what they did, did what they said on the tin, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, I think there's a new Snake Eyes movie coming out actually. 
That'd be uh, more interesting, just, I think, actually. It's just been pushed back, I think, the release date. But, um, yeah. you know, it, it's what, what, what we're finding, me and Ben, doing this, this podcast is we weren't too sure how big the audience was for, you know, a G.I. Joe, Action Force-based podcast. But in, in, in actual fact, there's, there's still a lot of fans out there. Um, well, I'm so surprised whenever I go to conventions. Uh, you know, quite often I'll get asked to sign some old issues. You know, like, oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I guess I guess you know your most requested sketch is probably something in the Warhammer Iron Man line. It's but, exactly, um, exactly. <laughs> but outside of that, like you say, you know, you you probably get a few requests for Action Force characters. I do, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's good because you know that that's nice. You were there, kind of on the ground on the front line when that that book launched <laughs> in '87, and um, you know, that's testament to that people still enjoying your work so yeah there's a photograph going around on the internet of all us guys in the office with jim shooter and it was what we, really so, some of the hairs did terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of mullets probably a lot, a lot of mullets yeah. I'm, I'm one of the culprits yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um well it's about that time it's an action force warhammer iron man pop quiz pop quiz it's an action force warhammer iron man pop quiz pop quiz question three snake eyes malice dark blade and war machine are three pretty tough dudes. But who would be the best at crocheting a nice blanket for their sweetheart? <laughs> so Snake Eyes, Dark Blade and... And War Machine. Uh, War Machine's probably got some gadget to do it. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably, it'd probably yeah. do it for him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I think yeah, you need to have an app. All right, Rody, Rody wins that one then. Exactly, I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, brilliant, brilliant. Um, what what are you up to at the moment though? Let's, we've talked about what you've done. What what what's on? What's Kev Hopgood working on? Well, I've I've just finished uh, three children's books and I'm about to start a fourth one. In fact, um, I'm trying to think. is that a series or is that individual it's, ones? Uh, well, they're all individual ones. Um, in fact, this one's written by a guy called James Patterson, who's quite a well-known author, which I'm quite excited about. Um, apart from that, I've been doing, doing sort of storyboards for an advertising place fairly regularly. Um, I've just all this potential th- thing is a thing called Hitlersaurus, a guy called Bob Schultz has um written, which I'm just starting doing some work for. Um, if I, I just finished a story called Blowback, which is some, a couple of LA producers wrote, and they got, got me into drawing it's quite a lot of work, actually, about 100 pages. So, we still find oh wow, pub- yeah, so it kept me busy last year. So, I'm um, trying to find a publisher for that. Um, I think that's about it, really. Yeah, in touch with keeping busy, you know, <laughs> yeah. Still working though, still still cranking out the work. So that's, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but always I'm, good. Yeah, indeed. I don't. I, mean, I do comics. I get asked, but I don't get asked to do comics as much as I used to. So I'll get, I'm getting about a third of my work might be comic books. Right. And the rest, the rest of it's sort of comic related, but more more general illustration. Yeah, yeah. I guess comics is a lot of, especially for an artist, is a lot of sort of you know manual graft for sometimes well, not the biggest payoff. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm lucked out with War Machine because I get you know, royalties on. Yeah. Those toys, what have you? But um, yeah. Well, I said that. You know, I did have, I did have ten solid years doing comics. I did really well out of it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Um, if people want to get hold of you or, or check out your work, what's the best place? Where's the best place um, for them to go my, online? My website's all the w's kevhopgood dot com. Um, Excellent. People should go there and check it out. That is well um, with Kev. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank. Mr. Kev Hopgood for coming on the show, giving us a great chat. Um, Go to his website, check out his work, uh, and you can catch us here, Talking Joe, on the next episode coming very soon.